0: What is a sexually transmitted disease? Sexually transmitted diseases, or STDs, are diseases that are passed from one person to another during sexual activity. Some are spread by skin-to-skin contact. Others are spread by contact with infected blood or semen. People do not need to have sexual intercourse or go all the way to get a sexually transmitted disease. Additionally, Contact with infected blood can happen by sharing drug paraphernalia such as needles or snorting tubes. These diseases may be called blood-borne diseases. Hepatitis B and C are examples of diseases that are usually transmitted by contact with infected blood rather than sexual fluids. Having one STD often makes people more likely to get another because having an infection can make the general tissue more vulnerable to small breaks in the tissue during sexual activity. When infected blood or semen comes in contact with these small breaks, the disease causing parasite, virus, or bacteria can pass from one person to another. Many people do not know they have a sexually transmitted disease, so they are not aware that they could spread it to someone else. For this reason, simply asking a person if they have an STD is not sufficient protection. People can avoid getting STDs by not having sexual contact and by using condoms. People who are sexually active should have regular doctor checkups and get screened for common STDs. Sexually active people who have shared drug paraphernalia must get tested to be sure they do not have a sexually transmitted or blood-borne disease. People who notice discomfort in their genitals, a change in appearance of their genitals, sores on their genitals, or discomfort during sex or during urination should see a doctor to get evaluated. If a person gets treated for an STD, he or she must disclose this information to his or her sexual partner and make sure the partner gets tested and treated as well. What sexually transmitted and blood-borne diseases are common? Common sexually transmitted diseases include trichomoniasis, genital warts, human papillomavirus or HPV, chlamydia, genital herpes, human immunodeficiency virus or HIV, hepatitis B and C, and syphilis and gonorrhea. Bacterial vaginosis. Bacterial vaginosis is not considered an STD, but sexually active women are more likely to have it. This infection Whose cause is unknown can cause itching and unusual vaginal discharge. Bacterial vaginosis is linked to an imbalance of good and harmful bacteria normally found in the vagina. This infection can be treated with oral pills or vaginal creams and antibiotics for seven days. Trichomoniasis Trichomoniasis is the most common curable STD. This disease is caused by a parasite a microscopic animal that lives in other animals, and most people are not aware they have it. Men may have an itching or burning in the penis, and women may have a discomfort in their genital area. This disease can be diagnosed with a test and treated with a single dose of antibiotic. People who get treated can get it again. To avoid getting reinfected, people should make sure that all of their sexual partners get treated as well. Using condoms or avoiding sex can prevent the spread of trichomoniasis. Genital warts and human papillomavirus, or HPV Genital warts and human papillomavirus is the most common STD in the United States. About 79 million people are infected with more than 40 types of this virus, a microscopic animal that lives in the cells of people and other living things. People are usually not aware that they have the virus, and HPV usually goes away on its own. Most type of this virus are not harmful and may only cause warts, but some can cause cancer of the mouth or the cervix many years after the person has been first infected. There is no test to tell if a person has HPV, and there is no treatment for the virus. Genital warts appear as a small bump or group of bumps in the genital area. If warts are painful due to their location, several different types of creams can be used to treat them. Chirotherapy and surgery can also be used. The CDC now recommends that all boys and girls get a vaccine at age 11 or 12 to prevent HPV and the cancers that cause HPV. People can use condoms to reduce their risk, but areas of skin not covered by the condom can still get infected or transmit the infection. Chlamydia Chlamydia is a sexually transmitted bacterial infection. If left untreated, chlamydia can cause infection in the reproductive system, which is called pelvic inflammatory disease in women. This causes scarring and can lead to infertility, the inability to have a baby. About 2% of young women get chlamydia in the United States. Most people do not have symptoms, so doctors usually screen young, sexually active women with a simple test. Chlamydia is easily treated with oral antibiotics for 1 to 7 days genital herpes genital herpes is an STD caused by one of two viruses about one in six people have this STD the disease causes people to have small blisters that break to become sores on their mouths or genitals most people are not aware that they have this disease doctors can take a sample of fluid from a sore and test for herpes there is no cure but medicine can reduce the transmission and reduce the occurrence of outbreaks Using condoms reduces, but does not completely prevent, transmitting the disease. HIV-AIDS The human immunodeficiency virus, or HIV, lives only in humans. The human immune system usually fights off viruses and kills them, but it's not able to fight off HIV. When a person is infected with HIV, it stays with them for life. Over time, it harms the immune system so that the person is not able to fight diseases and develops Acquired Immunodeficiency Syndrome, or AIDS. People with AIDS get infections and cancers that their bodies can't fight, leading to death. More than 1 million Americans are living with HIV, and about 15% of them do not know they have it. People get HIV by physical contact with body fluids, including blood and semen. Having unprotected sex and sharing needles to inject drugs are the most common way people transmit the virus from one person to another. HIV is more common among people with substance use and mental health disorders, mostly because so many people with mental health conditions have co-occurring addictions. People with addictions are more likely to end up sharing needles and more likely to have unprotected sex. People can avoid getting HIV and other STDs by always using a condom during sex and by never sharing needles or other drug paraphernalia. People who engage in those risky behaviors should really get tested regularly. People who are exposed to a person with a known infection in the preceding 72 hours can get an antiviral prophylactic treatment that will reduce their risk of getting infected. For people who have HIV infection, treatment with combinations of antiviral medicines can prevent the growth of HIV virus in the body if if people take the medicines fully and regularly every day for life. These pills extend the lives of most people by preventing the ability of the virus to harm the immune system. These medications can cause serious side effects, including depression. People who are infected should tell their partners and make sure their partners get counseling and testing. Clinicians can help people disclose their HIV status to their partners. If a patient refuses or can't ensure that his or her partner will get counseling and testing, HIV care staff or health department personnel will use confidential location and notification procedures. Hepatitis. Hepatitis means inflammation of the liver. Of the five viruses that can cause hepatitis, two can be transmitted sexually and cause a chronic infection. Hepatitis B and Hepatitis C. Hepatitis B is spread through contact with infected blood and semen. Hepatitis C is spread through contact with infected blood. People can get these diseases through sexual contact by sharing drug paraphernalia, including needles and snorting tubes, and by sharing household items that could give traces of blood on them such as razors and toothbrushes. These two types of viruses cause an initial short-term illness that usually resolves without treatment. In 80% of people who get affected with hepatitis C virus, it stays in the body long term, causing serious chronic liver disease that can lead to liver failure and death. A sample blood test indicates whether a person is infected with these viruses. A vaccine involving three shots is available to prevent hepatitis B. The CDC recommends that all infants get vaccinated. Adults who are not vaccinated as children and are at increased risk for infection, including those with va- substance use disorders, should get vaccinated. There is no vaccine for hepatitis C. People can avoid getting hepatitis C by not sharing drug paraphernalia, razors, and toothbrushes, and by using condoms. Regular contact, including shaking hands, kissing, and sharing utensils, does not spread hepatitis B or C viruses. Medications are available for people who have chronic hepatitis B or C that is starting to harm their liver. These treatments require daily medication and injections of medicine for up to a year. Serious side effects may occur, including severe depression that most likely affects people who are depressed as treatment begins. Only about half of people respond to the treatment. Medications are more effective for some forms of hepatitis C viruses than others. Syphilis and gonorrhea. Syphilis is a sexually transmitted disease that initially can cause sores on the mouth and genitals. If left untreated, syphilis causes serious disease. The length of antibiotic treatment depends upon how advanced a person's disease is. Similarly, gonorrhea is a sexually transmitted disease that initially can cause mild discomfort during urination, especially in men, but if untreated, causes serious disease. Both of these STDs can cause pelvic inflammatory disease in women and painful conditions in men and women. Simple tests tell if a person has these infections and a single dose of antibiotic treatment can usually cure these diseases. How can mental health and addiction treatment providers address STDs? STD screening and treatment coordination. Mental health and substance use disorder treatment providers should conduct basic screening. They can ask people about sexual health, family planning, STD risk behaviors, and STD history, and can refer them for exams and testing. A simple blood test can screen for HIV, hepatitis, and syphilis. Urine tests and swabs of fluid from the tip of the penis, the cervix, or open sores are needed for some tests. Free testing is available in many communities and can be found with a locator on the AIDS.gov website. If people test positive, clinicians can help them understand the disease and how to prevent spreading it, find a treatment clinic, and choose and use a treatment. Clinicians can coordinate with STD treatment providers to ensure people who undergo chronic treatments for hepatitis and HIV are able to adhere to recommended treatment, manage the side effects, and optimize their recovery. Okay, now we're going to go over the recommended screening for HIV and other STDs. Adolescents and adults aged 13 to 64 should be tested for HIV at least once. Men who have sex with men really should be tested for chlamydia and gonorrhea every year. People who have unprotected or unsafe sex should be tested for hepatitis B and C and HIV regularly or at least yearly or more often. People who share needles or drug paraphernalia should be tested for hepatitis B and C and HIV regularly at least yearly or more often. People with liver disease or HIV should be tested for hepatitis B and C at intervals according to the individual's risk behaviors. Sexually active women under 25 should be tested for chlamydia and gonorrhea every year. Women older than 25 who have risk factors should be tested for chlamydia and gonorrhea every year as well. Pregnant women should be tested for syphilis, HIV, chlamydia, hepatitis B, and gonorrhea early on in the pregnancy and women ages 21 to 65 should be tested for cervical cancer HPV every three to five years emotional reactions to having a chronic infection people who live with chronic infections may have a variety of strong emotions about having the infection clinicians can help people process what having an infection means personally to them They may have to face stigma, maybe some negative reactions from themselves and others, and process feelings of loss for their health, their relationships, or life ambitions. This processing work facilitates recovery in their mental health and substance use disorders. Universal Precautions for Treatment Staff Because many people with mental health and substance use disorders are infected with blood-borne diseases, treatment providers should visit the CDC website to learn and follow universal precautions to prevent the inadvertent spread of these diseases within their facilities. This includes regular, careful hand-washing, cleaning any potential soiled surfaces with a 10-1 water and bleach solution, and using gloves when coming in contact with any material that potentially has blood or body fluids on it materials with blood or body fluids on them should be contained in plastic bags and carefully discarded. More information is available on the CDC website at www.cdc.gov. How are STDs treated? The treatment of sexually transmitted and blood-borne diseases involves taking medication, communicating with others about the disease, talking with sex and drug use partners about testing and treatment, and avoiding spreading the infection and reinfection. For diseases that are chronic, meaning the virus stays in the body, the treatment may also be chronic and involve long-term medical monitoring and many self-management strategies. What self-management steps can people take regarding sexually transmitted and blood-borne diseases? People living with a chronic disease can learn about their illness, the ways it affects their body, and what the potential problems will be. They can learn what symptoms may emerge if complications develop and what symptoms to track over time. Other self-management steps involve taking medication, maintaining sobriety, eating a healthy diet, and communicating effectively. Taking Medication People who have chronic infections such as Hepatitis C or HIV will need to see a health care provider and manage their illness for a long period of time. Medication use depends on the type of virus and the stage of the disease. So, for example, powerful medications can reduce or eliminate hepatitis C and HIV viruses from the body, but they require close, long-term monitoring by doctors. Taking the medication multiple times each day, exactly as prescribed, can make the difference between cure and death. For this reason, people taking medication for infectious diseases need help taking their medications precisely sobriety from alcohol and other drugs and tobacco alcohol and other drug use disorders negatively affect sexual health fertility and developing fetuses the disorders also put people at risk for sexual violence people with addiction are more likely to share drug paraphernalia and less likely to maintain safe sex practices that prevent STD transmission sobriety can help people develop healthier relationships prevent STDs, and engage in positive family planning. Diet and Nutrition A healthy diet is central to maintaining good health. In particular, people who have chronic infections such as HIV need to follow a healthy diet because the illness and its treatments can cause nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea and can affect how the body processes nutrients. Poor nutrition can result in severe weight loss or diabetes. Healthcare providers can regularly track symptoms of digestive, gastrointestinal, or GI disorders and address them early. Learning about basic nutrition and healthy eating habits will help people stay healthy. People with chronic infections also should avoid getting food borne infections by avoiding raw eggs, meat, and seafood, washing their hands, utensils, and cutting boards before food preparation, and eating and washing their fruits and vegetables thoroughly communicating effectively with family, friends, and health professionals. People with chronic infections will need to decide whether and with whom to share information about their chronic disease. Those with new infections will need to talk with past and present sexual partners and or drug use partners about their disease. If people don't want to do this, the local health department may contact people especially those who are in contact with someone with HIV. Some states have laws requiring disclosure. For example, in California, having unprotected sex without disclosing one's HIV-positive status is a felony punishable up to eight years in prison. Health care providers should become familiar with the laws in their area. Advanced Directives People with advanced hepatitis c and hiv aids can benefit from thinking ahead about what kinds of treatments they do and don't want if they become very ill and as they approach the end of their lives completing advanced directives can help people clarify and document their wishes and can be the foundation for discussions with loved ones and treatment providers sexual health includes taking care of one's whole body paying attention to the physical aspects of one's relationships thoughtfully planning or avoiding pregnancies, and taking steps to avoid sexually transmitted and blood-borne diseases. Many of these diseases can be effectively treated, and chronic diseases can be managed with a daily medication and other self-management strategies. Web and Other Resources You can turn for further resources by going to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention at www.cdc.gov, or the National Institute on Drug Abuse at www.drugabuse.gov or by going to AIDS.gov at www.aids.gov. We hope you enjoyed this podcast.